Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of yours truly. I'm recording this from my phone on my AirPods, so the quality is piss poor. I just had to get this out of the way because I know once I get home, I am not going to do it because I am T.I. rated. So let's get into this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome back. It's the last episode of 2019. I know y'all like, bitch, what you're celebrating for? You don't even put out episodes enough to be celebrating. First of all, you click listen. So you care about what I have to say. So you care that it's the last episode of 2019. So we're going to start this over. Happy holidays. I am coming to you live from my room without any equipment or any fancy gizzards or gas that I spent all my coins on. We are doing this lovely episode from my iPhone. If you hear something blowing in the background, you know, it sounds real raggedy. It's because I live in a house where people like to be in heat. I'm a big girl. I don't do heat. I don't do sweat. And I don't do any of them things. So I have to have the fan on. The fan is not working. However, that's why I am up at 2 a.m. to do this episode. Because I'm like, if I'm going to be up worrying about shit, why not get it out? You know? So I was like, okay, you have a podcast. What, you, what the fuck are you going to do with it? Like... Are you trying to be the next, you know, the read? Do you want to be a, it's a juju podcast? Do you want to create your own lane? So, I feel like what I'm going to do with these episodes is that I'm just going to come to you. And we're going to pretend like, if you're my friend, we're just going to pretend like we just have a conversation about stuff. We just have a conversation about life. Because I like to talk to people without really talking to people. Like, I'm really cool with talking to people. Just don't talk back to me, okay? Like, let's have a conversation, but let's just put it all out there and not dig too deep into it. Because that could be somewhat triggering. So, moving on. So, I'm just going to sum up the last 12 months of my life. If you ask me what happened in the last 12 months of my life, I'm going to tell you. Honestly, I don't know. I woke up. I was triggered, traumatized, and suicidal. And now we're here. Like, one thing that we don't talk about a lot with depression is how, like, memory loss is a fucking thing. And the fact that I barely remember this year, I can't even recall this year. Like, if I was to go to re- events that happened, if I was to recall them right now, it wouldn't even make sense. And it probably would probably make some type of sense to somebody else. But to me, it wouldn't make sense because I, I know how I process events and how I store memories. And I won't recall it that way. So I know it would be on some bullshit. So we're not even going to go there. Um... This was my first year actually, you know, trying to outsource for healing for my depression. I've kind of came to a realization that um, antidepressants, therapy, Wusan, none of this shit is one size fit all. I appreciate, you know, the medical team that I have and they really be trying to piece shit together to help me and shit. And I know it's going to sound really pessimistic to be like, okay, okay, but you're just like really sad. No, I'm just saying, I just feel like, you know, different people come with different shit. I can't, what you apply to a client two days, not two a day before, two hours before, might not apply to me right now. And that's okay. That's not saying you better do your job. It's just, I just receive shit differently. And while I'm someone, I really like to talk about things in in a in a system in a space where I know it's well received and processed and feedback is given with love. I really don't like talking about shit and then just talking about it and it just sits there. Like I really hate saying that something hurts my hurt my feelings, and then I admitted that it hurt my feelings, but my feelings are still hurt. I'd be like, okay, so I feel like I said something, so something should happen. 
and that's a lot of reason why I don't talk to people because I, I, you know, but I don't talk to people is the reason because I have analyzed your behaviors. And if I, if you know, who am I to say you're not capable of change? But everybody lives in their own reality. Everything about your life is special to you, is catered to you, is shaped in your image. So everybody lives in their own reality. So if I analyze your behavior and see that you have a way to respond to things, so if I know if I say this, you're going to respond this way, we're going to have a bigger problem. I'd just rather not say something, say something. I'd rather not say anything or I'd rather not just bring the issue up because I just hate, I just really hate conflict. And I just feel like I'm, you know, I know words mean things, words manifest shit. I feel like to an extent, my ass going to be like 60, with 67 cats in a big ass house somewhere because I just can't do conflict resolution. And y'all like, bitch, this wasn't the same episode for three months ago since we are still here. And that is the message I was coming to tell y'all this healing shit one day you are running a mile a minute can't nobody touch you all this shit is childish to you you above it all you floating past it all and then one day you're looking at the fucking concrete you're face to face with the shit you done scraped up your your face trying to get ahead trying to do shit and it, it just doesn't work so healing really there's no really like I'm here there's the finish line there's no Bitch, you could be happy as fuck one day and then sad as fuck another another, and you don't know how you got there because life comes at you fast. So, you know, I have these moments and I don't know why my mind sets me up like this. It's things that I need to write down, write out, you know, burn the shit, freeze the shit, however, you know, hoodoo, whatever my little hoodoo sisters tell me to do, that's what I'm going to do. There's things I need to do with things in my head. However, these things only come to my head when I'm driving. I have all the answers and all the perception, reflection, and introspection. (laughs) Until it's time for me to put that shit on paper. And that's because with me, if I write something down, that shit becomes a law to me. That shit becomes a law. It's nothing I can do. It's nothing I can say. Sometimes I feel like me holding myself accountable. I hold myself accountable in ways that's unhuman. Like I say, I tell everybody, you can change your mind. You can make up, you know, you can change your mind any fucking moment. Until that shit t- t- comes time to apply for me. Please hold my ticket sip of my tea. Until that shit applies for me. So, I'm like, you know... I've been, in the last 24 months, it has been a history of fucking laws. Just, if you think of it, there's been an L in front of it. And I'm someone who likes to keep my footing. I like to, you know, have some type of stability. And the amount of loss I've experienced in the last 24 months, I feel like... You know how you heal something, right? You finally got the why to something. And now that you got the why, you can move on. So there's some things I got the why and I got the healing for. But if I knew that getting the why and getting the healing for it would bring the next step, I'd just stay where the fuck I was at, to be honest with you. I just feel like me, you know, me moving forward, me trying to be a better person has brought more than I thought 
I can handle. And I know it's like, you know, the Christianity ways, you know, God put nothing, you know, God put nothing on you that you can handle. But in this part of my life, when my Saturn return, nearly kicking gears in two months, bitch, I see why Beyonce and Rihanna went to go lay the fuck down somewhere doing their Saturn returns because it's literally impossible to work through your Saturn return. It's like, because, you know, your Saturn return is just, you know, everything that has geared up for the last 27, 28 years. And all this shit is just, here's what we learned. Have you learned this? Have you done this? Have you done this? Here's your reflection on this. And it's like, you're trying to prove something in that two-month lifespan to Saturn. Like, I did it. I worked through it. I don't know how I'm going to fix 27 years of karma in, in two years. That don't sound realistic at all. Just tell me what the fuck I did wrong so I can fear, fix this. So the next lifetime or the next 28 years from now, we won't be having this conversation. So I realized, like, the loss I've had. I'm not very vocal about my feelings. I don't tell people how I feel about things. So, my friends who know me, who've taken time to know me, they have gotten to know my language that doesn't involve me speaking. I was having a conversation with Nona, and I was telling her, like, I just really want to love on somebody's son. I would kill, not kill, because, you know, niggas ill, but I would, like, kill to love on somebody's son because... I'm a creative. At the base of who I am, at the foundation of who Equet is, there's music. And that love for music comes from love of people. I love my friends. I love my mom. I love, you know, I love love. So it's just like, you know, if I can't create, any creative would tell you, if you can't create, you feel like you're suffocating. And that is what the last three weeks of my life has been at because I've been entertaining these insufficient love what the fucks. No, you know what to call them. Loves what the fucks. And I haven't been getting what I needed. So I had to like just go cold turkey on all of them. Just let all their asses go. So when I need that mm, to, to create, I can't draw from anything. So I feel like, oh my God, is this death? Am I dying? Is, is, this, is this that? And I know that might sound dramatic, but as a creative, like, that's who I am. And I realized, I know this sound weird, and it's like, girl, what? It's like, ever since I've kind of been in my own world, my spiritual gifts have, like, really shifted. It's almost like I've had the ability to put them bitches on mute, like, I'm not as aware as I usually are. Like, this Scorpio season passed me. Anybody who knows me, Scorpio season is, like, my most heightened sense. I'm not really in the, you know, 3D realm. I'm constantly in between spirit and ancestral. And I'm not really here. I'm receiving shit. I'm seeing shit. There's, you know, black, you know, there's black movement over here. There's movement over there. There's deafness in this ear. There's sound in that. It's just a lot. And this, this Scorpio season, I heard nothing. And I was like, hmm, that's what it's like to be human. Kind of ghetto. But I, I guess I can see why you want to be here. Ain't really shit to do. So with that being said, I was just like, you know, where do, where do I go from here? Where do I... 
what do I do now? So I'm here at the end of 2020 and I'm like, not the end of 2020. Oof. I'm here at the end of 2019. I'm just like, bitch, you made it. I had an entire manager. I'm someone who, if you know me, I've been no working since I was 14. I'm I'm earth dominant. So I take my job very serious because I like nice things. Taking my job serious means I, cre- I collect a nice coin. I can do what I want with my coin. I've had a manager this year who has drive who has driven me up a fucking wall. I never thought I would have to attend an intensive outpatient program to learn ways to cope with my manager. Because as y'all know as a child of Oya and a child of Shango, y'all know off rip, my first reaction is to ask that bitch if she wanna fight. That's the first thing on my mind. It's like, do you wanna fight? Cause I feel like, you know, Passive aggressive way of saying that you have a problem, you just scared enough to not, you know, to admit your problem. I just feel like I'm the type of person you could talk to. If you got a problem, you could talk to me about it. Granted, we might not come to the same agreements, and I might really just be like, "Oh, well, that sounds personal. I really don't got shit to do with me, sis. The outcome that you're expecting, you might not get with me, and that's okay. We can always talk about it. But when you start doing passive aggressive shit, or like when you start paying me as this narrative, like. I wanted to be a children's librarian. Wanted to be been a past tense because the way this person was talking about me or just, you know, giving me this feedback, like I didn't know how to do my job, even though my job is not a children's librarian, but I work with a lot of them who have given me recommendations for grad school. So I was really confused. Like, is it me? And when you're depressed and when you're going through a lot, it's like you don't have the, the, the space, the mental headspace to be out this bitch like, um, yeah, what what am I, you know, what am I doing? No, it's them. So after this whole year of like AWOLs and all this other shit, a child, a complete fucking mess for her to get to the end of her career because she retires in six days. And her manager tells her she can't fucking manage. I looked at myself. And when I said look at my ta- myself, I usually look at my tattoo. I look at myself and I say, hmm. Bitch, it wasn't you. I wonder what else in the Kool-Aid wasn't true. And like hearing things and like, you know. People can only do what you allow. Things only exist if you agree to it. So somewhere, somehow, there was some type of soil for that thought or that belief to sink in. So I was like, hmm, what in me had me thinking that I couldn't do my job? Or what in me had me thinking that, like, I'm not the person I think I am? And you were like, well, yeah, X, Y, Z is why that. I I can pinpoint these things, which is really fucked up. I can pinpoint these things, but they don't give me enough information for me to make a concrete a concrete conclusion. I don't really, you know, get to talk about things. Like I'm I'm not gonna say I'm the strong friend because I'm down to like four friends now, like you know. Is it for child? I don't know. I can't. I, if you're if if you're my at this point, if you're my friend. You're my family. So I don't even really count you as a friend anymore. Like your your family. Like you can come over whenever. 
I could pull up whenever. It's whatever. But I had to think about it like, how do we get here? Like, I keep asking myself, and I feel like that's a question for a lot of people in 2020. I am shaking. I feel like the question is, how the fuck did I get here? Because we get caught sort of in survival mode that, you know, your daily routine the, the dictates how, you know, your success in law or what you do every day, if, if, you know, it pays a part in what the and then products are going to be. So, like, when you're running on autopilot or you're running on survival, you like, you're on flight, fight or flight. When you get to the end, you're like, bruh, I'm tired and I ain't even did shit. All I've been doing is trying to survive. I feel like I'm in a place, and then the fucked up thing about it now is that, like, I'm open to having romantic connections. I'm open to having romantic connections. And it's this guy, like, it's like, I've never liked someone this bad since I was like, if you knew me in junior high school, and you knew of little uh, Salvadorian Ronnie. If you remember how pressed I was over Ronnie. That's how I am right now. But worse. But completely worse. And you be like, bitch, how worse can that get? Ronnie. Oh, baby, I'm not even going to tell that story. We're not even going to speak that to existence. We're going to shut that down now. So... I like this guy, and I like I really like him, and he has like these eyes that like they're like the you know the doughy the the doughy baby eyes that Trey Songz had or have. He has those eyes. He and he, I appreciate a guy that can make me laugh because I'm really on, I'm really on gangster shit all day. So if you can make me laugh, that's really appreciative, and. You know, parts of me, part of me feels like desperate or part of me just feels sad because it's like he does simple shit that humans should do. But I appreciate it. Like when he come through, he be like, you good? How are you? And then like when I don't seem like I'm good, he be like, you sure you good? And I'm like, daddy, don't, don't, don't ask me if I'm good. Don't ask me if I really need something. Don't be making eye contact and, you know, giving me comforting vibes. Like, if he's a cancer, I promise y'all, I'm going to just delete my whole Instagram and Twitter and just run off into the sunset. Because I just desperately need somebody to love on right now. But don't be giving me the vibes. Like, don't be. Y'all know I'm I'm witty with my comebacks. I'll be on it. And then you come back and have me stuck. Like, he said something to me, and I was just looking at him like, how the fuck did you come back at me like that? How? That's that's dumb wow. You came back at me that quick, and I don't got shit to say. You got me speechless. Like, huh? And then, you know, like, he got face tattoos and shit, so it's like, oh, so you might have shot at a nigga, too. You know, I like those. I like those who... If I get crazy, he know how to get crazy. Like, I know if me and him actually do get together, I promise you, I'm going to delete this episode so quick because it's going to be so embarrassing. But, like, I like, I pay attention to small stuff. I'm a fucking psychopath. Continue to listen and laugh with me. I like how, like, no, I was standing outside 
I know Lish gonna be like, girl, all these fucking situations you telling us, and you could have just gave him your number. Ain't nobody talking about that right now. I was sitting outside because you know I like to watch the sunset or whatever. And real, real romantic bitch, and he had just came through, and he had his little partner with it with him. So, said something, told something, something. Anyway, this conversation ended with me jumping. I said with him saying I could jump on him. Don't tell me that. That's my favorite pastime. Let me jump on you. But neither that. He's leaving. And he's like, you be safe. I'll see you soon. And I'm like, you said you see me soon. Like, you about to see me at dinner. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But that's not even that. That's not the reason. So, I like watching men mannerisms when they walk and how they handle themselves in public. So, because he wants to be in my face, he almost got hit by a car. So, because he has such, like, a cool and happy demeanor, seeing him switch, that y'all know, the submissive of me, like, ooh, <laughs> seeing him, like, yo, what the fuck did it, I'm like, oh, he's spicy with it, he my husband, my nieces know when I say that, he my husband, I get that from Beyonce, because Beyonce loves saying her, that's my, you know, I have a husband, like, she just gotta draw it out to let us know. But I like seeing it. And then, like, I found out his name. Of course, I'm not going to say his name. But found out his name. And I was just like, wow. You might. you If you're not the one, you at least going to, you know, fertilize my ovary. I can see that from him. And I know that's weird. You're like, bitch, what? I can see. Even if we don't work out on a romantic sense. I could see him potentially fertilizing my ovary and I had to be not, not stuck with him, but we would have to co parent for the rest of my days. And energetically, I'm fine with that. I don't know why he just gives me that vibe, but I'm just fine with that. But then there's a whole lot of other shit in that. But I got completely off topic. I hope y'all enjoyed that little short story of mine. But another reason why I've been hesitant to give him my number is just like, I shot my shot like twice this year. And I was blatantly curved. One one curve, like, just completely no answer. And I'm just like, yikes, you're a bitch. And then the second curve was just like, oh, well, he's your brother's mind brother at that. You knew that wasn't going to fucking fly. But I'm like, bruh, y'all still? And then I had to think about, like, bruh, do I really want some nigga to really... That's God knew what he was doing, but when you deal with rejection in that sense, or when you deal with rejection in that moment, that shit stings and it hurts. And I feel like because I'm somebody, like, I hate, I was, you know, having a conversation with myself, and I was saying that I hate, I've written down, like, the things I want for 27, and I've written down my gym, like, my workout routine and all that other stuff. And I was like, I really pray that I'm doing this for the betterment of my body and for the, you know, for to optimize my health because I don't want to lose. I would it would kill me. And you could write this down. It would kill me if I lose weight and every dude I ever wanted come back to me on some oh what's up shit. It would kill me. I was like, oh, so it wasn't that you did not like me. It was just because I don't fit the social standards of what your pick-me-as wife should be. So now, because I'm somewhat 
appearing like the snack like I already was, you now want to fuck with me? Who the fuck does that? I feel like sometimes... I feel like sometimes because I'm overweight, it serves as a protection. It serves as a barrier to keep out the hurt. But then it makes me do a lot of fucking work of saying, like, I get the bottom of the burrow ass niggas. Now, I'm not even going to say the bottom of the burrow because the bottom of my personal burrow. Because it's, like, different levels. It's certain dudes that other people have sex with. It's certain dudes that other, you know, other people have sex with. That I can never have sex with. That's just not where I'm at. That's not what I'm attracted to. But what I am attracted to, I feel like I get the bottom of the burrow of that. Like, and I feel like, why is it up to me to fix a social standard? Or, you know, how, why do I have to try, try to change or reprogram or un, unprogram, relearn someone grown as son? If that makes sense. Why? Why do I have to do that? It it doesn't make any sense. Why do I have to say, hey, do not use my body to masturbate. I would like to have fun too. Or, hey, I enjoy sex as much as you do. That doesn't make me a hoe. That just makes me human. Like, why do I have to? I hate that I have these these conversations. But granted, it eliminates a lot of miscommunication, which is why I'm nervous you know, reaching out to somebody romantically because I don't know how to say, hey, right now, I do not trust people. I am a, I'm in a heightened, I'm, I'm extremely traumatized and I am in a heightened sense of survival. So I don't know what that means for me and you because you can be in your most loving way. You could be the most loving and protecting of me you can literally give me a hug and if i'm if i'm in a heightened sense of survival when you hug me i'm going to automatically read it as an attack no matter what your intent was that is a conversation that i have to be willing to have it's another conversation i have to be willing to have it's like i don't know what i want in 3 to 5 years a lot of these people in relationships they're like yeah i'm trying to be married by 35 bro i don't even know what the fuck 35 going to look like and at this point in my life, I learned from my childhood, whatever the fuck my 30s look like, I just hope it's just, 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 just healthy. That's all I ask for. Just, just a healthy 30, 35, 38, 39, 40. I just looking for healthy because from my childhood, planning this shit out, ex- expectations, none of that shit when it's planned. We know what it is now. It's cool. My nose is getting stuff because the heat just came back on. So we just wanted to wrap this up soon. I had to have that conversation. I had to have that conversation of like, you know, if we do become something serious, you gonna have to tell me about your bitch. Not that you gonna have to tell me about your bitch, but you just gonna have to let me know when there's a potential that there might be other bitches. So just so. If I do find out about saying bitches, I don't try to kill you because I was having like a real lot ass flashback in my car driving home today. And I realized that like I almost killed my fucking ex in high school over some shit that he could have just told me. And I realized that with age, I have not gotten better with my anger. 
I probably got more self-control. But however, when my anger, because I have more self-control, when my anger is off its leash, that shit is deadly. So I just feel like I need to have those conversations with guys that like, if you are entertaining other bitches, because there's always going to be bitches. If a nigga still got his full fucking headline, there will be bitches. Even ugly niggas got bitches. Now, I don't, I don't, it, it's just, it's just bitches everywhere. And I'm not even one of those selfish people to be like, you know, I'm not even going to call it selfish. I'm not that much of monogamous is where I need you to not have bitches. Because I understand there's bitches. You, you, I, I can't explain it. I'm not the best with words, but if there are bitches, you need to let me know to decide if that's something I want to deal with. I hate when guys rob the choice of me making a decision. That shit really grinds my gears. But I also dislike when... You know, um, how can I put it? <sighs> Why well, inflict trauma that you didn't have? Like, you didn't have to go hit it for that. I'm really understand. I'm really easy to talk to. There would be bitches. If you're not happy, you can fucking tell me. All this comments just the shit saying, we've been saying since we were like 20-something. Or shit, the last 20, 30 years. Beyonce been pleading on the track. Um... I had to have that conversation. It's a lot of conversations that I have to have that's difficult that puts me in a space of vulnerability, which of course comes rejection. And I don't know how to process this right now because of the amount of loss I've experienced in the last 24 months. I've been somewhat conditioned now that if I tell the truth, if if I'm honest, if I stand up for myself... I'm automatically introduced to backlash and hurt. That's almost my immediate reaction. That's what I immediately expect. That if I are like, if I say, hey, don't do this, this hurt my feelings, I'm immediately expecting some type of negative feedback to where I have to pounce. That's just where I'm at with it right now. And then I just, I understand that, like, you know, life has experienced and stuff, but I'm just like, you know, Knowing me, knowing who I am, this is not the experience that I would, you know, if I had to pick my life for me, I want the trials and tribulation. I just didn't want this trial and tribulation because I'm somebody, I mean what I say, I say what I mean. And I will hold you by what the fuck you said, what the fuck you mean. In October of like 2017, my father was like, you got your family, I got mine. Yesterday, he asked me, was I going to the family dinner? The family dinner, I was like, No. Why the fuck would I go? Remember you said you got your family I, and I got mine. Why do you want to be in this space with me now? Like, you said that shit. Keep, and people say things and don't remember what they say and then get confused when you remember it. No. That was a very traumatic thing for me. I remember it. I don't want to be in a space with people where if I speak the truth, I'm automatically attacked. If I stand up for myself, I'm automatically attacked. I hate that I'm damn near 28 and I feel like I have to pretty much beat ass to demand space, to to demand to be seen, to demand, to demand to be heard, to demand to be taken seriously. Like, I hate that I'm 20, 27, almost 28, still got to go through this shit. It's unreasonable. It doesn't make fucking sense. I'm just as human as everybody else. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? Why? It makes no sense. Um, do I have resolutions for 2020? Yeah, the same resolutions that I, yeah, ain't nothing, I have no other shit 
having no shit changed. I just, I just wrote them down. It's 27 things on the list. I want to get them done by the time I'm 28. Um, I don't know what else is there to say. I wish you guys have a great, great holiday. I'm not going to listen to this back because y'all know when I record an episode, I just like to put it out. So, um, hope you have a great holiday. Be safe. Um, if you're looking for me, you can find me on VenusiaHoney.com or Venusia on Instagram. I do not actively tweet on those accounts. I do not actively be on those accounts. You're like, well, bitch, why would you say it? Well, I mean, I be on my Instagram, but not really my Twitter for various reasons. I do have two, like, I have not two. I have, like, three burner accounts that I frequent from time to time because I'm a creep. And the internet's weird. And I just can't get with the times. Y'all just gonna have to uh, sue me on that. But if you want to get in contact with me, I do get the emails when I get notifications over there. Excuse me, I had to burp. I know y'all like this bitch. Um, yeah. So that's that. If you can catch me over there, um, I probably come back in January. I might go on a trip. I might record something while I'm there. I don't know. I mean, at this point, anything goes. Yours truly, E.